Welcome to Design in Confidence, hosted by me, Stefano Bellucci Sessa. I'm a creative coach, speaker, and facilitator. In this episode, I will share with you why I skipped a week before posting this episode, and that because I felt imposter syndrome. And in this episode, I will share with you how I mindfully design how to be aware and in control of it. So, what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is when, despite the evidence, you think you're not worth of something. So you're afraid that people will find out that you're not worthwhile. Fortunately, a lot of people are talking about this now, mostly in innovation where they're going against the mentality fake it until you make it. But this happens many times. And there are psychologists that look into why you might end up feeling this because of your background or your life. I'm not going to talk more about it from a psychological point of view because my imposter syndrome fairly makes me realize that I'm not the right person. But in the show notes, you're going to find links and resources that you might find useful. What I can share with you is my point of view as a person who feels this and also as a mindful designer. And I can tell you how labeling it helped me to be mindfully aware and in control of it. Sometimes I can hear a voice in my head. Take innovation very seriously. I don't think you can design and be creative. Labeling this voice in my head helps me to give shapes to it. And now I know it looks like Antonego, the critic from Ratatouille, which weirdly looks like my philosophy teacher from high school, but this is another topic. Anyway, this Antonego inside my head makes me feel like a fraud. He makes me diminish. Good feedback I receive makes me think that people hire me because I hid my defects and makes me still today question whether I should share an episode. And this has consequences. I end up underselling myself many times and I think that my ideas are not worth sharing. And despite this Antonio in my head, I ended up making this episode. So if you feel the same, you might take out something of me sharing how I deal with my imposter syndrome. Let's bring some mindful awareness into this and understand the problem. As Emmett Ray say, you are not your own thoughts, just the observer of your thoughts. So I'm going to ask myself, what is informing my decision that I am an imposter? And I can see that partially is bias because I fear that I'm not enough, but that's also normal. Creativity means exploring unknowns and design means making assumptions. So if you are a creative and you are a designer, which I think you are, it's normal to feel a bit like an imposter. Your willingness to learn by discovering unknowns and validating assumptions is part of the process. It's normal that you feel like that. You are making it up as you go, which is different from faking it until you make it. It's just you're making it while you're making it, which is different. It's not being fake. The other thing I think is informing my decision is that I expect too much from myself. Remember what I said before is despite the evidence, I think I'm not worthwhile. 
And that because I have three bad attitudes about evidence. First, I don't celebrate often my accomplishments. Two, I value positive feedback. Three, I focus on the negatives. These are things I'm trying to work more and more in my life and improve every day. Something, for example, that I try to do is my analysis of negative evidence. For example, still today, when I find out that something went wrong on a project, I can hear Mr. Ego in my head says, you are not a good designer. I make sure that I also listen to Gusto, the chef in Ratatouille, that says, you just made a mistake. Making a mistake doesn't mean being a wrong as a whole, it's just a mistake. And it's actually an opportunity to learn how to be better. Sometimes I also expect too much from myself because I raised the bar. And that's because I did accomplish a few things in my life before. And I feel that they raised the bar in a way that I'm not gonna match that again. And that's okay, every project is gonna be different. And other times I feel other people raise the bar. And that happens though because I made comparison and I have a specific episode about it that you can check about comparisons. So I'm not gonna talk more about it here. But also because sometimes I feel that my input is not welcome. And that was happening even more when I was a junior. Because I felt I was too junior so nobody cared about it. I understand that that's a privilege I have though. That one of the few instances where that came out in my life. That's because I am a white male. Imposter syndrome happens even more to those that are discriminated and excluded. But again, I fairly feel like an imposter to talk more about it. I suggest you to check the resources I shared in the show notes. And one of them is Brunez Brown Dare to Lead episode about it. And stick around if you found it interesting how I'm mindfully aware of my imposter syndrome, if you want to learn how I mindfully design how to be in control of my imposter syndrome. One of the moments of my career when I felt the most like an imposter was when I was a UX teacher. It was also the first time I felt I was in control of my imposter syndrome. And that because I was aware it was informed by the fact that it was the first time I was teaching. So it's normal that I didn't feel very confident. I was doing that while doing my first UX job. So as I said, I accept a bit of imposter syndrome because that was a new experience and because I wasn't an expert. But I also committed to not be more of an imposter by teaching only my known knowns, clarifying when assuming, and admitting when I didn't know, to me and to my students. Instead of making imposter syndrome undermine my confidence, I use it as a catalyst for learning more while I was impacting and moving forward by owning my minimum viable confidence. You are on a journey. Look ahead but remember and celebrate what you've achieved in your previous steps. I mentioned this many times like in the portfolio episode. Own your minimum viable confidence by impacting with what you can control. Use your imposter syndrome to design your confidence when creatively exploring unknowns by learning, testing things and most of all by asking help to others and collaborating with them. And since I mentioned others, 
let's look more about imposter syndrome and other people. Be mindful of how your confidence might have effects on others' imposter syndrome. My suggestion is that you have to be mindful whether you are faking it or you're being honest about it. Recently, I was told by someone that I look relaxed and I had everything under control. And that made them feel that they were missing something. I had to clarify that I didn't. I try to be as transparent as possible with those I work with or everything I don't have under control. And if it looks different from that, it's not because I have everything under control, but because I do have under control the feeling of not having everything under control. That helps me feel confident when exploring, trying new things, collaborate and delegate. Delegating is something that I'm learning how to do now. I don't find it easy. It's part of what I'm learning in this phase of my career, which is how to accept that I can't directly do everything. I'm learning how to trust others. I'm learning how to focus on how delegation gives me more time and focus to control what I have to do. But I'm also learning how to focus on how delegating means having more things under control as a team, embracing when people have different mindset and backgrounds from mine, because they end up controlling things I would not have even been aware of it. That's the type of inclusive leadership I try to learn how to do. Because if you lead a team and you don't accept that you lack of control, you end up micromanaging. The ultimate way to micromanage is exclusive leadership. If you're not inclusive with those different from you and force those similar to you to become exactly like you, you can scale what you have control of. But this not only forces them to feel like imposters because they pretend to be like you, but also stops them from being themselves, being different from you and have under control things you're not even aware of. They will be aware of those unknowns they're actually at teasing your own imposter syndrome. So exclusive leadership is actually creates a vicious circle where everyone feels like an imposter. And if you don't have a team to lead, build one. Surround yourself with a strong diverse team of people that are gonna balance negative feedback that you get in your life with positive feedback. Surround yourself with people that encourage you. And when I do that, I do have an Antonio Go in my head that says, well, that's cheating. And my answer is, well, having in your life only people that undermine your confidence is not fair. Or better, as Gusto, the chef from Ratatouille says, you must not let anyone define your limits because of where you come from. The only limit is your soul. And I hope this podcast is one of the encouraging voices of your life. Or at least a funny one, because I sometimes make weird voices. But if you don't find this only funny, remember that you can reach out to me every time. Go to designingconfidence.com and there you can see how to contact me, but also find the links to relevant resources and people I found inspiring for this and other talks. I remind you that what I talk here does not represent any of my former or current employees, but in some episodes, 
they deserve at least a thank you. And if you found this inspiring, please leave a review and share this podcast. Tell people why you think this podcast helps your creative confidence. Become someone else's safe space to talk about these topics and to find support in building their creative confidence. Because if you got this far, I'm sure you're a great listener, which I thank you for. And now it's time for me to shut up so that you can listen to your own thoughts after this episode. And remember to thank yourself for the time you spend to learn and grow.